With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Before we begin, if you like what you hear on Mile High Report Radio Podcast, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now, it's time to get to work. Adam, as I joked on Twitter and in my winners and losers, at least the Broncos have a good punter. Yeah, yeah at least they have a good punter. I agree with that. That's interesting. I mean... How long have we been wanting the Broncos to have a punter be able to pin teams inside the five-yard line? It's true. And Sam Martin is finally able to do it. <laughs> we didn't get laughing. it during the Super Bowl year. We didn't get it throughout the Peyton Manning years. Nope. So they don't have a quarterback, but by God, the Denver Broncos have a mother-effing punter. Sure, that's one way to look at it. I have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tattle on myself a little bit just to kind of make the point about where where Ian and I are at in regards to this game because I think it is I think it is so telling just about what Bronco fans are going through and just kind of what we're going through. So I I was unable to watch the second half. I, I saw clips of it here and there. I was able to kind of see the updates. I knew it wasn't going well. But uh I had to leave the house with my son at halftime. We got to watch the final drive of the half. I mean, it was fun. They, they scored a touchdown. We're walking out the door. We're loading up the house. Like, yeah, it was good. They scored a touchdown. It was all right. And it was a great throw, great catch yeah, by Noah Fant. Noah Fant got me touchdown some fantasy points in the half. It was great. It was great. 
And I, and I said to my son, as we were driving to this catcher's camp that he was doing, I said, you know, I, f- I feel good about that. That good for him. I said, they're not going to win this game. We, we all know the Broncos aren't going to win, but, and he's, he's going, sure. They're going to win. You know how he is. He's, he's like, let's go. You know, he's that guy. And uh, he said, they, they can win. They're only down by a little bit. I was like, they're probably not going to win, but Hey, they looked pretty good. They had some things go their way. It worked out. I was happy with it. So I send you a message kind of like, uh, you know, just kind of say, Hey, you know, on our way home, you know, how was this? How did you think they looked in the second half? And you said brutal, you know, my son is the one who's, who's texting you. And he goes, daddy said brutal. I was like, okay. And I said, well, tell him at least they played well in the, in the set, in the first half. And your response was meh, not really. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. We watched the same first half. I walked out of that. It was like I walked out of the first half of a movie thinking, ah, that movie was pretty good. I think things are really going to work out. And then the horror movie kicked in the second half and it just ruined your perspective on the first half completely. It's like you watch the first half of the movie and then the, the rest of us had to watch it. And we wish we were like you and we'd been able to get up and leave halfway through it. I feel really good. <laughs> Stop the count. <laughs> And that's exactly it. That's basically what this is. It's I, I, I know we're in Effettville. I, I'm in Effettville, sure. but there is something about this loss. And I, I, I feel like I did after the Miami Dolphins loss a couple of years ago oh, when really? I had the misfortune of being in Miami. Huh. It's that embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Someone needs to Someone needs to pay for having this kind of embarrassing, uh, embarrassing loss. And I, I, I like Vic Fangio. I don't think it should be Vic Fangio. It needs to be John Elway. Because as I said in the winners and losers, you've had head coaches. You've had offensive coordinators. You've changed quarterbacks. Nine starting quarterbacks. The quarterback carousel. The infamous quarterback carousel. Four straight losing seasons. You have to go back to the 1960s, early 70s for that kind of futility. Five straight without the playoffs. I get that people want to be patient, that they want to let it play out. Where's the evidence that that is actually going to pay off? Pat Bowen would would never have accepted this. He would have never tolerated it. It would have never gotten to this point. And that's why we're in this position, because there isn't anybody at the top to hold anybody accountable. That's Joe Ellis, yeah. Bueller, yeah, well, Bueller, is... you know, I, <sighs> and that, and I, I am in Effettville, but we're going to need way more beans, way more, way more beans. I, I guess what I would tell you is, and, and, and maybe, maybe having only seen the, the first half of the game, the the perspective that I have on this is uh, is a lot different in that in that you know for the sake of argument here let's just let's just try it that way for the sake of argument here you're not going to get a change if if you look at what this team is right now and you look at what they're going to be in 2021 and I know that there were uh, you know some reports about how. Uh, you know, so we had the sort of the Mike, what, what do we want to call it? The Mike Cliss slip, the Mike Cliss flub. I don't know uh, that he kind of talked about big changes if they go 
zero uh, and three in the last three games, and 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 that kind of thing. I actually disagree. And I, and I think after this performance, that is a very likely scenario because See, Justin Herbert is going to carve this defense up with the way this secondary is, not right. having anybody there. Okay, but but hang on, but you and there you just said it, not having anybody there. The, this is a team that is one hundred percent snake bitten in twenty twenty. And and I understand the frustration, and I and I feel you. I get it. But I'm I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw in some optimism here because I feel like that has to be done. I feel like there needs to be some perspective here, and part of that comes from the fact that as a as a as a first half watcher only, I I don't have the sort of the, the crushing blow of witnessing the the multiple murders at the end of you know Saw Forty Eight or whatever you want to call whatever the second half was for you. But what I do have is is sort of this understanding or this viewpoint of I saw I saw a young team ravaged by injuries, missing its starting kicker, which is going to have an impact, struggling to put just just a, a starting level group of talent on the field on defense, especially in the secondary, which we talked about during the preview uh, show that it was going to be a problem. And Drew Locke went out and there was some fortunate bounces. There were some things that went their way. It wasn't perfect. But again, I saw improvement. I saw him go through some progressions. I saw him lead a couple of touchdown drives. I saw him not throw an interception. Yes, there was the sack fumble. I get that. Those are the kinds of plays that are, I think, a little bit fluky. You know, he gets hit in just the right way and the ball comes out. Maybe he should have been carrying it differently, but he's still trying to make a play there. I saw that highlight. I watched it a couple of times. I I get it. That's frustrating as well. But they didn't look completely inept for two quarters. And I understand. You play four quarters. And in the last two quarters, they did look completely inept. I don't know where that comes from other than the fact that you are running a team out there that is completely snake bitten, that is missing guys all over the field. And I know every NFL team is dealing with the same stuff, but I don't think this Bills team is. And I don't think this Bills team is being given enough credit. This is a very good team with a really good young quarterback, with a really good receiving course. Stephon Diggs is an incredible player. This defense looks like it's going to be a defense that could, could slow down the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're they're probably the they, team. They already did that. Exactly. They held Tyreek Hill to 20 yards receiving. The, the, the problem is they were gashed on the ground for like 250 yards rushing. Sure. I, but I still think that this is the team that gives the Kansas City Chiefs the most fits. I know that you could make the argument for like a Tennessee if Derrick Henry can get rolling. Uh, you know, I, I get that. There are some things there. But I think the Bills. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, possibly. I don't. I, don't I think know. It's, it, Pittsburgh always matches up well for whatever reason sure. with the Chiefs. But but coming out of coming out of this game, coming out of the the Broncos Bills game, and and just sort of to kind of throw a little perspective out there. What what is your expectation? And yes, your expectation as a fan of the Denver Broncos should be to win, to win every week, to win every game, because this is the NFL, and you're supposed to win every game. I get that, but. If you really sort of step back, and and I think that's maybe what not being able to watch the whole second half did for me. It allowed me to step back and go, all right, well, wait a minute. Let me get a little perspective here. You can you can find places where the Denver Broncos are getting better. And if you 
if you recognize that nothing is going to change in 2021, save for a few moves of free agency and a couple of draft picks, right? You're going to get some guys in that are rookies that hopefully they have a good draft. Save, save all of those things. The core of this team isn't going to change unless there's a new owner that's coming in that I don't know about that's going to clean house and fire everybody and bring in all of his, his or her own people. Nothing's changing. You're still going to have Joe Ellis at the top. You're still going to have John Elway making decisions. You're still going to have Vic Fangio as your head coach slash defensive coordinator. Drew Locke is going to get a season. You, you can't just say, well, Matt Stafford would make this team better. Maybe he would, but does Matt Stafford want to come to Denver? Does Matt Stafford want to come to Denver? That I, I don't think you'd have a choice. I think it would be a trade. But that's the point. You can't guarantee. There's There's nothing out there that you can guarantee. There's no future that you can look at and go, that's what's going to happen. But you can darn near guarantee that what's going to happen is that this is going to get run back in 2021. And if, if you don't want to watch, don't watch. You know, if you don't, if, if you think that what's going to happen in 2021 is the second half of that game, then you're going to be, you're, you're just not going to want to watch. But if you think that 2021 is going to be more like the first half, now they were losing at the end of the first half. I get it. By but eight points. By eight points. Well, when you don't have a kicker, come on. They, they could have really only been losing by seven if they'd had a kicker. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, could have been seven. They, they, there is hope a little bit. I, I, don't, I don't want to be the rah-rah guy. I'm not the rah-rah guy. But I do look at this and think, all right, well, I've seen some improvement. I see some possibilities. Nothing's going to change anyway. Let's let's do it. Let's see what happens. And if you're three games into the season in 2021 and Drew Locke still looks like he does today or did today, in the, especially in the second half, I, okay, I, I guess. But then at least you're in line for a high draft pick. I, I mean, I don't know. I just can't. I just can't get myself to be too worked up right now. I uh, to me the thing is. You add Von Miller, you add Jarrell Casey, Mike Purcell, Bryce Callahan, A.J. Boye, you still get blown out of this game. The Broncos aren't close to Buffalo. They still get blown out. Josh Allen still torches this defense. A.J. Boye can't cover Stephon Diggs. Did Nobody anyone can. watch A.J. Boye? Go, Nobody covers him. Did anyone watch A.J. Boye this season? Bryce Callahan might have been able to slow down Cole Beasley, but maybe, maybe. No problem. I, you know what? I think Bryce Callahan, a healthy Bryce Callahan, is really good. I, I, I do. That is the one that is really disappointing. But that's that's but, a tough matchup. Cole Beasley is. has sure. been tearing defenses up since he was with the Cowboys. Sure, I agree. I so I still think even with Von Miller, even with Jarrell Casey, Mike Purcell, AJ Boye, Bryce Callahan. Josh Allen and the Bills still torch this defense. Sure. Maybe not to the tune of 534 yards and 48 points. Probably not. I still think it's going to be above 30. Sure. And the offense still is not going to be able to do anything. Well, maybe a little bit more, depending on field position, but not much. I agree. Look, I'm you're, you're making great points. I, I don't disagree with any of that. I, I, guess, I guess as I look at it, I see that there has been – incremental improvement throughout the season it's incremental i'll give you that it's small i also recognize that we don't play in a vacuum and what happened in 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 the previous season isn't always what's going to happen in the next season and we act like guys don't go out and improve guys don't go out and get better they don't go work they don't put in put in the effort and and i will say this for drew lock 
and and for a lot of the guys on this offense. They don't just sit there and play Fortnite. They're not video game players. <laughs> so we can hope not. Yeah, well, right. So I I don't think that you go into 2021 and these guys just will not improve at all. That they won't have put in the work. If you give this group, this young group of players that is incredibly talented, an entire offseason together, training camp, OTAs, all the workouts, everything that they missed going into 2020, you're going to have a better football team. Now, so is everybody else. So I get that everybody else is going to improve as well. But I think that we just want to, personally, I I won't say we because I can only talk for myself. But I'll speak for myself. You don't talk for yourself. Whatever. I want to see what this team can be with an actual offseason, with a real setup, with another year under under his belt for Drew Locke in the same offense because he hasn't had the same offense under his belt since he was in college. And what I mean is from freshman year until now, he's had a different offensive coordinator every year. It would be wonderful to give them that opportunity. I don't know if that's what's going to happen. But I don't see this game as as negatively as others. And again, I admit my perspective is maybe a little bit, you know, jaded because I didn't have to sit through the second half and you did. But I, I think that this could be a team that is dangerous in 2021 if they are allowed to get that work in and start to really meld and gel and, and mesh as a team. I, I really do want to have that kind of hope, but I, I just, I don't see it. That that feels like failed hope at this point because well, hope can I, never I, fail. Rebellions I, are built on hope. I, I think I, I get. I've I've been asked this a few times after the game. What is going to be different going into 2021? I think a lot of it is going to depend upon how the next two games go. I think Mike Kliss was he was obviously hedging his bets in that interview with Stinkin Evans earlier this week. If the Broncos finish 5-11, and 11, I think you're going to see some drastic changes. I really do. I don't think that this is going to be accepted. I don't think it's going to be tolerated. I don't think you're going to have this, well, are we really going to get better? I mean, if you even if they do win the next two games, you're still going to finish 7-9. and nine. So what's the improvement over next year? 8-8? Eight 9-7? and, eight? Nine and seven? I mean, you're you're stuck in this the last five to six years of inevitable mediocrity where you're just stuck in the bubble. You're not bad enough to get in- incrementally better because you you get one of those high draft picks to get a game-changing quarterback like Trevor Lawrence. You're just stuck in the middle. You're right there. And, and that's what's so frustrating to me. It's like the, I, I want to be able to hope. I want to have that the orange and blue goggles, but I've taken off the orange and blue goggles and they're sitting over in the corner because I'm embarrassed to put them on. You've been listening to Mile High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com. And as always, go Broncos. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.